Folks, welcome to a brand new episode of Trainwreck Tonight, episode 274, sponsored by New York's only outlet liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? Tonight, we are joined with Maniac and a very special guest on Twitter and Instagram, at Buffalo Girl Probs, without the I, Buffalo Girl Probs and Maniac. Let's go. How are we doing? Happy Victory Monday, everybody, and welcome to the show, uh, Buffalo Girl Problems. How are we doing uh, this Monday? What's up, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. I have a nice cold blue light in my hand, and I am very happy to be here. It sounds like you're ready to start uh, any uh, evening, especially <clears throat> on a Victory Monday. Um, but hey, just wanted to reach out. I mean, obviously, we're all riding you know, high off of uh, Buffalo Sports Weekend. Um, but train next sports wise, everything has been a little bit more centric, uh, on the past six, seven days since our last show, um, Buffalo girl pops. I want to thank you because, you know, when everything happened, you were one of the first, um, you know, people to reach out to me, um, just with your thoughts, uh, and your perspective, uh, and you asked to come on the show and, you know, kind of share it and kind of go over what you were feeling in the moment. So with that said, uh, the floor is yours. Yeah. I mean, thank you. And no, I really appreciate um, you guys being so willing to have female voices on here and to quickly and swiftly acknowledge, you know, the fact that what Jerry said was wrong. And and listen, you guys, unfortunately, were, were just the vessel for him. He's a turd no matter what way you put it. Um, I think he went to journalism school in the gutter somewhere. But the truth is, he said what a lot of men think women belong in the kitchen. You go make me a sandwich. Women are cheerleaders, the blonde jokes. You know, listen, we can all laugh. It doesn't, not everything has to be serious, but it's exhausting after a little while. Why as a woman fan, do I have to prove myself? Why do I have to defend myself? I don't know why being a woman makes me less than a man. And, and Jerry really just showed his whole ass. And unfortunately you guys were the the brunt of that. So um, I really appreciate you having me on to talk about these issues. I think the dialogue and keeping up the dialogue of how we can all improve in these situations is so extremely important. And I think with your platform and with my platform, raising female voices is just, is just everything. And female voices are very prominent in Western New York and beyond. I mean, so it's not, you know, it's surprising the comments obviously caught me off guard. Um, at the same time, with that said, I mean, you're speaking to that. It might be a part of something like larger. I mean, do you, like you ran a huge, massive female centric platform? Um, you know, I mean, I got to imagine like you see things on a daily basis that maybe you wouldn't expect. You know, I would say as much as it's called Buffalo Girl Probs, and it was so cool when I made this account back in 2009. And now it's like, age like milk, you know, if I could change the name, I probably would. Um, but it, it's really just transition to, to everyone. And I really enjoy that because I don't need to make it just about girls. We don't need to have sports talk be just about guys. It, it It's for everyone at this point. Um, but, you know, I, I think that I have more so in my personal life received um, some backlash and some interesting feedback because I am a female sports fan. You know, I, I, I love watching hockey. I love watching football and that's where I've experienced it more um, than the internet. But that's not to say there are trolls because I know that you guys have experienced the trolls for sure, especially in the past week. 
Hey, I mean, there are, hey, and sometimes, you know, deserve, sometimes not. With that said, you talked about being a sports fan. I mean, just real quick before we keep getting that, um, I know we don't want to give away too many details. We respect the anonymity of the account. Uh, with that said, uh, how did you become a sports fan? Uh, how'd that all start out? And maybe who were some of your favorite players? Yeah, up? for sure. Listen, I'm born and raised in Buffalo. I am a Buffalo girl through and through. Uh, my parents, my grandparents, all just Buffalo natives. Um, so it was it was indoctrinated in me since I was a little kid. I think that I was born and a Bills jersey was slipped over my head. As I see that so many of um, so many of people you know our age having kids and stuff now are doing with their kids. I love that. But growing up, huge hockey fan. I actually my dad took me when I was a little kid to go see Wayne Gretzky play here when he was. Uh, you know, one of his last final games, that was a really cool experience. And I've always just been a huge hockey fan. Um, embarrassingly enough, I had a Tim Connolly jersey a few years back. Embarrassing? <laughs> he was, that guy was absolutely dangling through anyone. It was health was the issue. Oh, my gosh, a healthy Tim Connolly, Al. The 2010s might have been a whole different story. Was it the health or was it the the – the nose candy that he liked also. I was oh, just going to gonna bring that up. Buffalo girl props is yeah. I've heard some uh, pretty funny and ridiculous stories of him from the encore party days. That's for sure. Oh, oh my gosh. Encore. Who wasn't running through encore back in the day? That's why when we started, it was anywhere, but encore. Oh my gosh. Those <laughs> so days true. feel forever ago, but yep. uh, BGB. Okay. So then you got the, you got the Sabres side of things. So you're saying you're almost more of a Sabres fan than a Bills fan? You know, I, I'm no, I, I love and I live by my bills, but I have to be honest with you. They were so frustrating for so long that I did get more enjoyment out of hockey. And when it came down to the bills and I'm not, you know, a Kristen Kimmick who's I love and respect and, and I'm not, you know, a Robin Mundy. These these women um can talk football head in, head out. They love it. And they know it and they've lived by it. I, for growing up, I was a little bit more of a Fairweather fan because I was heartbroken by them. Yeah. And, and, and Maniac, I feel like if we ask her the question about Sabre Stanley Cups and Super Bowls, we know the answer. I already know where the answer is going. Yeah. Well, sometimes we do a uh, Buffalo Gauntlet BGP. We'll say, would you take one Bill's Super Bowl or two Sabre Stanley Cups? And yeah, I mean, you're saying you're taking those cups all day. I think I would take the cups, but this year with the Super Bowl, I can just taste it on my tongue. Mm -hmm. Guys, I want this Super Bowl 2023 so badly. Al, on a flip side, if I'm giving you that question, are you taking the Stanley Cups because the Super Bowl is close? It's. I just think about it, and it's like it's been, what, 11 years since the Sabres have made the playoffs. And just can you just imagine a full Stanley Cup run? Like we were, I mean, we were too young for that when it first went around, but like just going from what April to like mid-June, that just sounds ridiculous in two championships. But you can see we're so close. I think I feel like you gotta go with the Bill Super Bowl right now. It feels like forever ago, but BGP, Sabres jersey and shorts, is is there a better feeling right? in like May? What what is better than that? I don't think there's anything. You know what? There might be one thing better than that. And I know I was just professing my love for the Sabres, but uh, a season opener tailgate in Orchard Park, it's 80 degrees. You're crushing beers. You're heading in. And we're, you know, looking as good as we look right now. That's an elite feeling too. Yeah. That's, that's elite. Yep. 
Seriously. Uh, and speaking of elite feelings, real quick, uh, make sure your weekend is elite and get to the place to buy a case, Outlet Liquor. Outlet Liquor is your place to buy a case. Stock up and save when you shop the lowest prices available every day at Outlet Liquor. You never have to wait for a sale. The more you buy, the more you save. Only at Outlet Liquor. What's your outlet? So BGB, we talk about what goes to being a sports fan, you know, and obviously it's not defined by being a male, female, anything, you know, this, that, and then the other. But with that said, what do you think are the most annoying traits of like, you know, the modern day sports fan? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question. I caught you off guard with this. I didn't throw this in the rundown. No, you didn't throw that in the rundown. I like it. You're adding a little spice here, babe. All right. Well, let's see. A modern sports fan, one of the most annoying things. I just immediately go to the people that I don't like watching games with. And why? Because all they can do, pick six, pick six of every play, right? Or like uh, ice the puck during a hockey game. I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. I think that's so irritating. Um, This Dolphins fan in front of me. Uh, on Saturday, every time Josh Allen dropped back to pass, hit him. Like two, <laughs> two seconds in, select the or, or snap the ball. But the D line doesn't it. know that Al. They need to be informed that it's time to hit Josh Allen. Yeah, whether or that he got the the shoot on the power play. Yeah, they really need to know when it's time to shoot on the power play, guys. Although it's, I'm not gonna lie, sometimes when you're at a Sabres game, it's hard to resist the urge. They got like 40 seconds left. They're they're cycling it around. They haven't shot it on net yet. Uh, speaking of which, we got your. Your Sabres uh, in action tonight, BGP. We'll get back to him in a second, but uh, you feeling good with this this non-Eichel rematch tonight? Looks oh, like you're not going to play. God, I heard he's out. You know, unfortunately, I would just love for someone to get him on the ice and just toss him around. Talk about a Cinderella story that went to absolute hot garbage with him. I mean, we were Eichel, 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 and then he just turned right around and trashed us. I mean, Speaking of nose candy, we can hear all about him with that too, but that might be a different podcast. <laughs> that is most definitely another different podcast in a different, totally different realm. We do not support that here at Trainwreck Sports. You got to say that. Thank you, BGP. Not with that said, guys in trouble again. Hey, well, listen, and, let, and that's just going to be proof, Al. Uh, you know, just kind of put a bow on the discussion. Obviously, um, you know, going forward, Trainwreck tonight is our show, and we're driving the car, and we're going to handle it the right way. Yeah, definitely. Buffalo girl props. Everyone who's listening right now, people who will rewatch this. We, we totally understand that we could have, you know, addressed this a lot better um, with what happened last Monday. Um, just obviously a, a very un- unfortunate situation, but yes, if anything like this does happen in the future, we've been through this and we will, we'll obviously handle it much, much more differently. I appreciate, well. yeah. I appreciate you guys saying that. And, yep. you know, I just want to touch on one other thing because I heard your show the other night with, um, with Jay Spence and and he's so mm-hmm. cool. And he was yep. immediately one of those guys that was right on Twitter going, this is not okay. What he said. Um, but he mentioned something and, and I want to bring this up because this is a lot of the discourse that you mentioned trolls. It's what I've heard. A lot of people feel, I think that Jerry, although his comments were idiotic and they don't support them, they feel that he shouldn't have been fired. And I couldn't disagree more with that, um, with that sentiment because I think if he wasn't fired, it's essentially elevating what he's doing and, you know, making it okay. It wasn't okay. It's not yeah. okay. And, and it giving him a platform in any sense 
um, after those comments as comical. I mean, and I know you guys saw this, but I laughed out loud when he changed his bio to women's sports advocate. Are you kidding? Wait, so wait that actually happened? Because that happened? Real, real life. Real life. Yeah. So what was the bio before? I Because I heard that and I was like, what? Yeah. And, wow. and you think that it's a joke, but it's true. And then he goes on to tweet that he recently wrote all these um, pieces of women in sports and it's a shame they won't get published. If I'm a woman in a sports realm and Jerry Sullivan just wrote an article about me, why would I want his take on what I'm doing when he's essentially come out as a misogynist? on a live podcast. I, I think these women deserve so much better than that reporting. They deserve, you know, there's this young girl I I know and uh, recent UB grad, her name is Sarah Holland. She's unbelievable. She's, she's awesome. Won, I know Sarah. She's unbelievable. She just run the, won the Tim Russert Media Career Award for aspiring journalists. I mean, she's going to be huge. She's the next Erin Andrews. Give her that platform. Give her that, you know, yeah, she's- yeah, what? Now, Isn't she on four? Isn't she, or hasn't she made some appearances already? She has. I think that's where I saw. Okay, because you're saying UB. I'm like, I thought I thought she was already in the big time. She just graduated. Oh my gosh! Right, right, right to work, right to work. I love it. No, hey, that's amazing. Um, and yeah, you love to say. I mean, hey, we have interviewed. I mean, again, this isn't. But you look at like a Jenna Harner who went from Buffalo now dominating in Pittsburgh. I mean, yep. yeah, there is no limit to whether it's being a female sports fan, female sports reporter. No limit. And speaking of no limit. BGP, was there a limit to your tension on uh, Saturday night? Where were you on the scale of 1 to 10 of losing your brain? Oh, God, guys. I mean, I, you know, the rivalry that still squished the fish. I, I really was very uptight. But once I saw that Josh was going to pull away with it, it's like, I love Josh Allen. We love Josh Allen. The team loves Josh Allen. He is just an elite athlete. And he uh, I really mean, that game for us. The, the, the play to end the first half? The play to end the first half. You have the 50-yard run, which is basically the only, like, offensive action in the second half. And then, obviously, the two-point conversion where a normal quarterback is likely stopped. But, you oh, know, yeah. he gets in there by uh, a matter of inches. So, shout out Al Pacino on that. With that said, BGP, are you a little nervous? I mean, we lost Morris. It doesn't seem like uh, with the concussions that he's going to be coming back. We got Ike Becker back off the uh, – the IR today, I guess there's a lot of talk that him bringing in the center position might uh, solidify things, but where is your, ner- I was talking about your tension scale. Where was your nervous scale now with that offense after that second half on a scale of one to 10? Oh, you know, I was a six. I wasn't as tense as I probably maybe should have been. The loss of Mitch Morse is huge. You know, Bates out. We're going to need to get creative with certain guys like that. We can't always expect Josh to hang out back in the pocket. I mean, we need to start running more play action. We need to start running more rollouts. We need to get more production out of our running game. Um, I know you guys have talked about this already, but I love Cole being back, Cole Beasley. I think he's an awesome addition. Although I didn't see him that much in the game. I mean, he he was awful quiet. I mean, he got in for some snaps. I think they were, you know, pretty savvy to him being in um, because I think that, you know, obviously – uh, you know, he's out there. It's kind of like a decoy in a weird way, Al. But with that said, I am nervous about this offense, BGP. With Mitch Morris, they just looked a little bit of a tick behind, Al. Oh, I mean, I could not agree more. It seemed like, once again, another it was another football game where it seemed like Allen was running for his life a lot. Um, and obviously, we're lucky that he's got the legs that he does. But um, 
yeah, offensively, we need some work, and it looks like we're heading into another blizzard, another ridiculous like weather. It, this I'm last, hearing... The last six weeks has not been for the faint of heart if you're like just trying to settle in for a football game. Dude, I'm hearing that it could be potentially moved to Sunday or Detroit. Like, that's that's outrageous. Like, I, what this is the wackiest season in a long time for the Buffalo Bills. Are we doing this again? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> BGP, th- th- this is real. This is real. So no, I, mean, I don't. They're saying. I mean, what are the conditions? They're saying a foot of snow at least. Like, and that's going to be. And Chicago is going to be the center of whatever is going to happen. Like they're showing like a heat map. It's like at like a hundred. Like Buffalo's a twenty. You guys ever travel to Detroit for the the snow games? Though there've been two now. Oh, um, I I uh, I went for this past one. Um, so it was awesome. Yep. And Ford field was all like very cool. Uh, very, uh, interesting venue, the way it's set up again, the biggest thing to me is just, it was crazy that it felt like the upper tier was right on top of you. Um, but the other time Al and I were there was in December for the heartbreak of the 2018 Mac championship when UB lost to, um, Northern Illinois, unfortunately. Oh, that was horrendous. And then there was another bills game there though, too. There was, she was talking about She was talking about the Chandler's, the, the shovel game. Yes, and yeah, the um the game winning field goal, right at the buzzer. The no, game we blew them out, didn't they? BGP. I mean, oh we yeah, we we whooped the Jets' ass. Yeah, we roasted there's, them. There's another game though. My brother went to on the road like that. To, yeah, there's was another it a Toronto game. game? I'm gonna have All to. Right. Look you know up. what? Tucked I'm his head enough. Tucked his head enough of a spotlight. But shout out to BGB for coming in the spot. Seriously, this is uh, awesome. And speaking of which, last yesterday, very interesting day, Al. Very interesting day around the AFC. So I want to get BGP's thoughts. Who worries you most right now in the AFC? I mean, the Chiefs looked absolutely sleepwalking against the worst team in the NFL. The Bengals were down 17-3 to at half against a Tom Brady offense that's been like looking like it belongs in the retirement home. And I say that with respect to retirement homes. They have not been scoring. Um, PGP, what do you got? What is, where is your focus? Where is your worry? Or, or are you just thinking that if the bills take care of business, it's smooth sailing, baby. Listen, I'm a little nervous about the Bengals, the chiefs yesterday acting like they, they're beating a team that's one in 12 in overtime, acting like they won the super bowl. They should have been embarrassed that that was the margin that they won that game. The fact that they were smiling when they walked off the fields, I was yelling at my TV. But, you know, the Bengals are making me a little nervous. I, I don't know. I, I I think that in the AFC, I think that um, we really do have to worry about possibly Kansas City getting hot. But, you know, I have all faith in Josh, guys. I really do. I think he's proven time and time again that he's just willing to throw his whole body on the line for this team. Yeah, I mean, we we talk about the Chiefs and Bengals right now. It's such a tough question. Who would you rather face? I'm hearing even – I'm definitely hearing some people say they'd rather take on the Chiefs right now. But just, I don't know. I I, – the, the difference right now between the one seed and the th- two or three seed is just so massive because if you dodge the two or the three seed and you went out here for the Bills, you don't have to potentially face both the Bengals and Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, the key is, I mean, who's your target for, like, a, a team coming in? Because right now, obviously, you're assuming slash hoping that they'll win out and get the one seed. So who's your dream you know, two, seven or, or three, six loser uh, coming in to play like the Ravens, like with Lamar kind of like hobbled. 
Like, I guess that's as good of a matchup as you can kind of hope for for the divisional, right? I, I don't even know what's going on with Lamar. I just know he's been out for weeks. He's, I believe he's coming back. Though. He's coming I, back. So, I, so I, I, when I said that was, I was not sure if they like IR'd him like the last couple of days or something, but no, he's coming back. You yeah. got to imagine he's not going to be a hundred percent like in the next three weeks. So no, with that said, the final, I think a hobbled up team that you've dominated before in the playoffs is basically the best you could hope for, for a divisional round matchup. Al. Yeah. I mean the final two games of the year for Cincy, obviously home to Buffalo and then home to Lamar. So and then I believe, yeah, and Cincy this week is in New England. So you got to hope, since if Cincy loses one more game, we're what? Guaranteed the one of the two, pretty much? As long as you don't as long as you don't slip up to the Bears or the Patriots, you're a one to two seed. So. And I'd love that hope. one because oh, if, if we it's everything. Kansas City it's everything. There, yep. You know, and we keep Kansas City out of there. Has Mahomes even had a road playoff game? No, I don't think so. Has not had to leave Arrowhead one time, B. No. except to play for the Lombardi. And, <laughs> and look at his road stats this year. Awful! Look at the look at the Chiefs' defense against Davis Mills. They were getting carved yesterday. Yeah. Carved. Yep. Right now, <laughs> if the if the playoffs started today, it would be Dolphins at Chiefs. Chargers. See, that actually worries me because I feel like the Dolphins could beat the Chiefs, and I feel like I'm kind of worried about the Dolphins a little bit, a little bit. Dolphins at mm. Chiefs, Chargers at Bengals, Ravens at Titans. Great wild card, super wild card weekend. Yeah, we just need no. the one seed. Need the one seed. Need the one seed. BGP. With that, on that note, what is what do you think is the biggest key for these uh, remaining? What is it? Three games here. Uh, obviously, the Bengals game is going to be the game mathematically where it's more of a toss up. But overall, for those three, what's the key for the squad? <sighs> For, I'm sorry, I, you broke up when you asked me that last question. What'd you say? Oh, oh, did we? Did we? <laughs> did we just <laughs> I didn't see him freeze. Oh, here he comes. My internet betrayed me. Oh my god, we saw my real life for a second. You can't have that on Trainwreck tonight. Two seventy four sponsored by Alan Liquor. Uh, BGP. I was just saying though these last three games for the Bills. What do you think is the priority if, if, let's say, it was head coach BGP, not head coach Sean McDermott? Oh, I mean, okay, well, first of all, and this goes without saying, but everyone has got to stay healthy, for the love of God. We need to work on our run game, obviously. Um, our offensive line struggles, but, I, you know, I, I think that that really is playing a huge part in why Josh has had to just overextend and overperform. I want to take the burners off of him. I want other people to step up. Oh, he's gone again. Look at that. He just doesn't like what I'm saying. <laughs> He'll be back. His head, this is 2022. We're still dealing with this. <laughs> You're muted. <laughs> I'm muted? No, I'm joking. That's what oh, everyone's like, saying. Whoa. Maniac. What just happened? <laughs> I blacked out. Did we lose you? Yeah. What'd you say? I just said I love the Buffalo Bills. That's what I said. <laughs> Al, what happened? No, I you left again. Then I thought I was muted because she's. I said it's 2022 <laughs> and we're still dealing with technical difficulties. Oh, okay. Well, that's the only thing we're upset about. We love technical difficulties here at Transformers. As a matter of fact, these technical difficulties never stop. Not for me anymore. I'm in the clear. No, no free plugs. We might get to that soon enough. Um, but with that said, okay, so now I think I might be back. Uh, let's get to the love of BGP's life. And we're talking about not the black and, and red jerseys, which they are three and zero in, but the Buffalo 
favors. Uh, I mean, how optimistic can we get about this spot? Oh, I I'm pretty excited about them. And I have not been this excited about a team since, I don't know what, Oh, Oh six. Um, I think they're great. I think they have strength and goaltending right now, which I think notoriously has been our under discussed issue in the past. Um, and, and to walk in to Colorado, the Stanley cup champions and to just toast them, Tage had their way, had their way with them. Just, just, Oh, I was going to say something awful, but I forgot I'm live. So yeah, we had our way with them. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. With that said, uh, speaking of having their way, um, so they're obviously scoring. So with that said, besides the goaltending, I I, I don't want to head coach Donnie meatballs. I want to head coach BGP right now. What is your focus for the Sabres then for this next stretch of games? Because Al, there's there's an opportunity to climb the standings. BGP, what do you got for that squad? Listen, I think Kyle Poso is such a strong leader that he kind of takes a backseat. I want to get him involved more. Jeff Skinner coming back, he's elite. He's unbelievable. Feed these guys that aren't necessarily getting the looks that – that Tage that uh, Tuck is getting. Get these guys involved in the game. We already talked about the goaltending, which I think is strong. Our defense probably could use a little bit more work, but you know, I just really think overall, if we continue to play the game we've been playing, we're looking really good. Yeah, and right now you have the Sabers of what five points out of a wild card spot. The last wild card team right now is the Islanders with thirty-seven, and then you have the. Red Wings tied with the Sabres, and then Florida and Washington in between. I couldn't believe when I looked at the standings and saw us looking up at the Red Wings. We've crushed them twice. Yeah. <laughs> like, so I'm just like, what the hell I have there? But, yeah, the Sabres definitely are on the up and up. I have, to me, it's all about Maddie Sams. I mean, as, as long as he is in the lineup, Matthias Samuelson, he's eating cupcakes. He's drinking Labatt Blues. He's literally loving – like, he's drinking them responsibly, by the way, as well. Um, but of with course. that said, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm, I, Al, this Sabre squad is legitimately exciting to watch. It's more exciting to watch arguably than any like Eichel squad ever was. And I'm not calling that out because of Eichel. I'm just saying you're talking about like the last six years of the Sabres history. I mean, you heard me. What, what have I been saying? In the past number one, years? Al's the number one Sabres fan. I mean, it, they were very, very tough team to dedicate two and a half hours of your life to. They were. And, yeah. And, and now it's completely different. And we got Sabres after dark tonight, 10 p.m. start. You know what would happen yeah. for me? Oh, sorry, sorry, BGB. But truth be told, when the Sabres were really bad, I would turn it off during an intermission, and there would be times where I would just forget to turn it back on until like 10 minutes into like a period or stuff like that. Like that's not happening anymore. That's not happening <laughs> to me, BGP. No, and you can't even be late for to tune in anymore because you'll miss three goals if you're five minutes late. I mean, they're they've just notoriously been scoring with, you know, five minutes into the game. It's so much fun to watch. I went to a game recently. The Sabres sent me some tickets, and it was electric in there. And and that's the energy that I miss. That's that old school hockey town energy that we haven't had in so long it is electric and i hope it stays for a long time that is one area i will give them credit i don't think they have the attendance um that they would obviously like at this point but with that said the the i don't know what they did specifically but the fan experience does seem to be a little bit better al you've been to a couple games this year right yes yeah if you noticed that at all i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, well, okay, we won't go that easy on him. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's getting better. And obviously, as the team continues to do better, uh, that'll happen as well. PGB, any final thoughts on, on the Burrs? Should they just wear the, the black and reds like half the time? I die for the black and reds. Like I, I live and die for them. I know that might not be the most popular opinion, but like I love them. Keep them in them. Wear them all day long. Seriously. Um, and speaking of all day long, we got stuff coming up for UB Ale. We got the Camellia Bowl coming up in a week and a half. So UB football will be in action there. Um, say, that's what? That's next Tuesday, I believe, right? Next Tuesday. We got, you know, men's b-ball kind of like, you know, hanging around in the early part of this tough, uh, you know, out of conference. But uh, do you see this today? Oh, no. Why isn't this working for me? Oh, uh, I can't share my screen, but. UV was a, was a stop for the torch relay on the 2023 FISU World University Games. What? It's, it's the games, in, it's the Olympics, basically, in Lake Placid. Oh, my gosh. I know. UB getting it done. Satish, uh, getting it done. Uh, BGB, ever go to any Bulls games? Oh, I'm a proud alumni. I'm a proud oh, alumni. Oh, see, we're not trying to dox too much. So forget you heard that, folks. It could be post-grad or undergrad. Yeah, yeah, no, I just went to a couple art classes there. No, I'm kidding, but no, I, I love <laughs> I love UB. I'm a very proud UB Bulls big fan, and uh, and I, I just think they're so fun to watch. Love it. And Maniac, the, real quick, and Buffalo Girl Probs, you're going to love this. The past two games, uh, it's been a little chillier, obviously, with the uh, Jets and Dolphins. I've worn the, the uh, UB band jacket into the games. It's great. Everyone thinks I'm a part of the UB marching band. It's it's hilarious. <laughs> that that is a great jacket. Absolutely, absolutely iconic. Yeah. Speaking of iconic, and no, I'm not talking about the entire Buffalo Girl Props platform. You saw it yesterday. You can't unsee it. Patriots lose on fail lateral. Chef's kiss. Right? It's like like yeah. no no caption necessary. Right? No words. No words of what that was. <laughs> it, like, I, I it, literally, it literally undid two Super Bowls. I'm not saying the full dynasty, but two Super Bowls instantly evaporated for me in the Patriots' eyes. McCorkle losing is great. However, watching Bill Belichick's face cross that field to shake hands may have been a peak moment of my life. Peak. Uh -huh. I don't even know what that was. You think they were? You think they were down by seven points? <laughs> it, it didn't. It didn't make any sense. I just, yeah, it you did. Even, I, I have literally no words for that. Like, shout out to Jacoby Myers. He did like he did the full scrum after and took like hundred percent accountability. But yeah, he was clearly trying to be a hero. But he threw it right to Chandler Jones. Chandler Jones looked legitimately surprised. That was also all. <laughs> What, it was like, you know what? It was like he was trying to guess which way he had to move, but he didn't even have to move because the ball was just coming right at him. What's, what's Matt Jones going to do if he gets that ball? I'm sorry. We only refer oh, he's to out, He's off to the house with it with a gritty. With the McCorkle, gritty. McCorkle. McCorkle to the house with a gritty. <laughs> like, what? I just, I don't know. Very odd. There's no execution by Mac Jones. No quarterback has ever scared me less in my entire life. I mean, is what? that one play worse than anything that happened to the Bills during the drought? Ooh. 
I mean, there's been a lot of key. Teams. Oh, a lot of bad. No, no. Like, I, like you go back to 2004, losing to the Steelers backups to miss the playoffs. Like, that's probably worse. Oh, that but, but when they look back at it this year, that might be the, the play or not tying or things like that that cost them the playoffs. You're right. I don't – there has been a ton of bad plays, and I don't know if anything gets – The hit. volume is like a dump. But this is like a dumpster of like trash gold. Like this yeah. is trash like Bitcoin. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm so hesitant though to agree with you because I don't want Patriots fans to have any fuel to feel like they they should be sorry for themselves. I, oh I no, this is the this is the this is the greater Boston sports depression. It absolutely has already started. Um, the Red Sox, the Celtics lost in the finals. The Red Sox are losing everybody. They lost Mookie Betts. They lost Bogarts. They lost everyone. The Bruins aren't going to win despite being up there, and the Patriots aren't going to make the playoffs. They're going to be hey. they're going to be very upset. Hey, listen though, they still have the Celtics are NBA favorites right now to win. The, but but the they won't win. That's the, say, the, the, their, hey. sta- their 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 winning was so crazy. They what, what was it? Eleven championships in like eighteen years. I'm just saying they are still favorites to win the finals, and the NHL they're probably arguably a top four team right now. I saw him go on the road to Golden State and get waxed. Fine. It's the regular season, Maniac. It's December. But, yes, uh, literally, as BGP so artfully put it, chef's cast. uh, By the way, Julian Edelman was, like, in a suite watching live in Vegas. Wow. Oh, my God. So he just goes like live. He's like, "What the fuck?" He's like punching like the couch and is like in his suite. <laughs> did, you, did you see? Did you see the video that went viral today of the one Patriots fan that was he was uh, filming? He was, he was filming live. He's like, "Go, yeah, go!" But this, yeah, but you can see the scoreboard behind him. Yeah, yeah, you can see it all. And then the best thing is, like, right as it happens, he almost does like a reverse Jim Halpert. He like looks right at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was incredible. Incredible. Oh, that is so good. But it so would have been so much better if Brady would have won yesterday or the Texans would have pulled off that miracle. We were one more game. Oh, my God. We, we were, the, uh, you you talk about both those games. We were inches away from a Yahtzee NFL weekend. Literally yes. a Yahtzee NFL weekend. Yes, for sure. For sure. Oh my but God. I hey. do, you know. I know I know recently Kansas City has been creeping up as our as our rival. We'll always have the Dolphins, but just inject a Patriots loss into my veins. Oh the energy. Oh BGP week 18. Week 18 for the one seed. That could be potential. Could be All that right. could be for the one seed, and it could be simultaneously to like knock them out of the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. By the way, I almost love- lost my brain at the Bills game, and I love my seat neighbors. Love my seat neighbors. I can't believe I forgot to bring this up. The guy in front of me goes, this game's actually more important for the Dolphins than it is the Bills. <laughs> and said it 100% serious. They're playoffs. They're, they're, on the, they're on the edge of the playoffs. Like It's more important for them. I oh like me and me and my seatmate, uh, you know, Jacoby, like almost lost our brains. Did you throw a snowball at him? No, by the way, L was how are how are your seats? I it was exactly as they advertised. Like there was snow basically just in my entire like seat. Oh yeah, how do we not talk about this? Uh, yeah. yeah, it was literally. So first thing we walk in, talks in front of me. We're we're going past five Bills fans in front of us, and he knocks over trudging through the snow. This lady's hot chocolate or coffee spills everywhere. And the and the and the, the husband or whoever father he was furious and I'm just like I'm sorry like so we just we just kept walking 
And then we got to our seats. I didn't sit once. I left all the snow on my seat. I didn't even move it. I just I stood the entire game. And I have never seen anything like it. Looking to my left, looking to my right, watching the snowballs come from the 300 level or the 100 level of the field. I, I mean, you look to your left, there's three going at a time. It was incredible. It was a sight to see. It was awesome. Fans, listen to Josh. Stop throwing snowballs. I can't believe that actually went out over they, the audio announcer. They were never going to ever call that 15-yard penalty. Never. The old, the old in my that? brain, sorry, BGB, in my brain, the only way they were going to call it was literally if someone got hit in the face mask who was, like, about to make a play. Like, that was yeah. the only way they would call it. Because what would stop Dolphins fans from throwing at their best? 100%. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. So, but that was... I don't know. Where would you rate that game uh, for like just a home experience? Like I know it wasn't the, I guess the biggest one ever, but like that was from an, uh, an all around experience perspective with like just the snowballs in the beginning, the lake effect at the end, beating a division rival. That's a top one all time for me, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's easily a top five home game of the past, what, 15, 20 years with the bet without the drought. so easily top five of the past 15, 20 years. And the only competition is really just recent memory, like the Pats' perfect game, Titans' Monday night football, like just kind of dominating them and like having yeah. three touchdowns and like having like good weather and like yeah. partying and everything like that. Um, yeah, there isn't much. Co- I mean, maybe the Bills' playoff game, Bills-Ravens, but I mean, you know, you only had 6,000 fans at that game. So you can't really yeah. fairly say like that was a home game yeah. that everyone could have been at. So yeah. with that said, I mean, yeah, Uh uh, BGP, are we going crazy or is this like a top three game in the last 15, 20 years now? Absolutely a top three game. I mean, and before we were, we were grabbing at scraps, you know, before Josh really got activated. And now it's like, we're so spoiled. We have all these games to pick from, but this, this rises above. I mean, it's just, it's a pinnacle Buffalo. They're talking about the weather. Like they've, oh, it's going to snow. I've never seen snowflake before this is crazy and they're losing their mind and you know we delivered and it was beautiful oh my gosh how much does the nfl want like chiefs bills afc championship in buffalo with snow i'm 100 oh goodell's drawing it up goodell's drawing it up speaking of drawing it up bgb thanks for uh joining us on tt274 uh any shout outs uh before we uh land this bird Oh man, I got to shout out my guys at Buffalo. Go! I know you guys can't see me, but I'm sitting here in my okay. uh, Eric, Buffalo. Eric and Co. Getting it done. Oh, those are the best guys. My girls at Lounge Shop and uh, May and Mango, and uh, you know my my um, my local female entrepreneurs, my local female sports analysts, all the Bills Mafia babes. You guys crush it every day. So thank you guys for having me on. Keep elevating female voices. I love it. Seriously, BGP. Thank like we yeah. We, uh, not speaking on behalf of Manny, but thank you so much for uh, joining us tonight. It means a lot. And uh, yeah, like I said earlier, um, you know we'll do the best we can in the future um, to make it right. Obviously, and obviously continue to obviously the, the people, the supporters over the past week has been has been great. And hopefully, um, you know, for the people that. We lost and, you know, upset a lot that, you know, continue to hopefully gain their trust back. Hey, for the doubters, we look forward to proving you wrong. And for those who believed in us, we look forward to proving you right. Yep. Awesome.
Thank Got you, it, everyone. BGB, thank you for coming on. We have a Sabres game night, so stay tuned for the action over there. Degenerate L, we have a hell of a week ahead, and we didn't even get into it's Christmas. It's Christmas week this weekend. Hey, hey. happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy First Hanukkah. Game, it started yesterday, right? I thought it was today. Am I wrong? Yesterday. Hanukkah okay. started yesterday because my, my bus started going nuts at twelve o'clock. I'm not. I'm not even joking. I'm an idiot. Thought it was, <laughs> thought it was today. But yeah, then we got, yeah, Christmas Eve, Bill's game Saturday, and Christmas Sunday. And who knows where and when. Who knows Bills where Bill's is going to fall, right? Yeah. Exactly. We don't know. We don't it know. It might just be a Christmas surprise. But hey, don't surprise us. Make sure you're following along. YouTube, Twitter, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple, MySpace, BGP. Is that still around? Oh, I love a good MySpace. Are you kidding? You guys make my top six now. Okay, we are all in each other's top six. And let's have a Sabres win tonight. And I think, Al, that would guarantee a good, good night. night. Now. No.